Welcome to the YMM Former Great Podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. This is the inaugural one. Yes, it is. Um, well, uh, I was apprehensive when you asked me to do it because I didn't know what this was going to be about. It all right, uh, Todd's got all these notes on his little notepad. <laughs> I don't have a pen. I need a fucking pen. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh wow, these should have been wireless, hey? Although they do have some slack. Anyway. Um. Okay. So you go ahead and talk about why you feel that there needs to be a four-member podcast. I bet there's another one. I bet someone else. Like with a better opinion of our, probably like all Greenpeace action activity too. Like, you gotta take the system down, man, from the inside. I've heard of people actually doing a podcast before. Yeah, but it's simply the like, oh, I just want to air my opinions. Ah, no one's actually came and centered around this town itself. Mm-hmm. And I just feel that Port Murray's got such a bad rap mm-hmm. that needs to have an insider's view of people that actually live here. That's a good point. That actually been here. That they. Know the problems, mm-hmm. but are actually not going to sit there and say, "Well, Fort McMurray's a hellhole." I thought I thought this was going to be a, p- a podcast about our own personal opinions <laughs> about stuff. Well, okay, it is our own personal <laughs> opinions, but to me, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. Well, no, no. I, I guess what you're saying, like, uh, no, I get the whole thing with the bad press because uh, we need to organize our thoughts because otherwise we're not going to get anything done. What was that thing with that sign uh, today with free? What was it? Oh, thinkfree.ca. Thinkfree. We'll get. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But are we gonna uh, start with like a little disclaimer or anything? Or? Oh yeah, I, guess. <laughs> I, I plan to do a lot of swearing. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, all right. So um, disclaimer: uh, Todd and I are not. Ex- Why am I the one? Okay, Todd and I are not experts about anything in particular. And uh, you'll see that by listening to this podcast. Just, um, we do not think that our opinion is more important than other people's opinion. We are not experts in any sort of field, including oil and gas. So don't take what we say as fact. <laughs> but also, um, I mean, I guess our validity is the same as anyone from Greenpeace uh, that uh, that has an opinion about the oil sands. Because honestly, well, a lot of the inf- – well, no, it's, it, it's internet information. It's like you go to Wikipedia, you find out the same shit, right? Yeah, but I think people, like yeah, bring it on, Greenpeace. Well, look, look, the, the people from Greenpeace are getting his name's Todd. The, he lives- <laughs> the people from Greenpeace you're getting from fucking Brazil, fucking England, Germany. They don't know. They don't yeah. live here. We know as much as we can from like we live right in the heart. Yeah, well, we, of, of the oil and well, gas. Well, I mean, industry. were you born here, Todd? I was not. Oh, so I was just gonna Get say, the fuck off! <laughs> I wasn't born here either, but I've been here. I was. I've. Uh, I grew up here since I was three. So I mean, I used to know this town when it was a lot, lot smaller, right? So you probably have more of an insight than I do, which is not really. Gonna, which I was gonna <laughs> say. I was having a conversation with a place I work with these people. Mm-hmm. About what my idea for the podcast was gonna be. Mm-hmm. I said I want to talk about Fort McMurray issues. I want to kind of bring in a local's thought into the limelight about Fort McMurray. Right. And this chick asked me, she's like, what gives you the right to talk about Fort McMurray? Like, you got me, some fat kid that just came in here when he was in grade six. You, what, you've been here since three. Since I was three, yep. But you get more of a valid opinion than I do. No, that's, you know what, it's not, I don't think it's about validity. It's just about, like, um, the the whole point is, if you're going to put something out there, you have to be uh, ready for people to tear it to shreds. I mean, that's what the internet is based on, right? right. Like right now, I know for a fact that my group of friends from Edmonton—they're like it was so funny because um, uh, a friend of mine, his brother is a very talented photographer, and he is actually a very talented photographer in his own right. And his brother started a photography podcast, right? This guy's been doing wedding photography since I think 2001 or 2002. But like the whole thing is like, why should they do a podcast? Well, why shouldn't they do a podcast, right? We all, we're all entitled to a voice. This is in Egypt. <laughs> We're, we're allowed no to. Gonna sense not us. at least yet. Yeah. Get shut down in the just, middle of the night. Here actually, just enough. I was in Safeway getting these coffees, and the police were there because, like, I guess it was a stolen vehicle. But 
<laughs> I mean, it, it, that's unrelated. Are you nervous or what? Yeah, exactly. Like, shit, the passport. Choice, <laughs> Bring my passport out. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's. It, I guess the whole thing is like, if if you're gonna have an opinion, get ready for someone to, uh, you know, tear it, tear it, tear it down, right? But I mean, it's it's all about like, who cares? Honestly, like, this is our opinion, and if people are gonna tear it down, fine, that's fine. But like, I mean, if people want to listen to it, find it humorous or find it insightful in any way. Which, by the way, you guys shouldn't. We're not experts in anything. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> We are uh, experts. Yeah. See, this is where I disagree with you already. We are experts in Fort McMurray. What? Oh, the, the real I, life. Life experience. The, the real life experience in Fort McMurray. We we know the mean streets of Fort McMurray because we Bullshit. grew up here. We grew up here. You said if you're here. You, okay, if, if you've known me since high school, you know that my parents never let me go out during high school. Really? I, oh, yeah. My, like, they're old school, like, old school strict, right? So, like... You've never done the Canada Day fucking... Well, I suppose... Well, I have. It's just my parents were always really, really strict with me, right? So... Really? Oh, yeah. Like, oh. I'll never forget, like, a Fort McMurray staple is going down to the Canada Day fireworks and just wandering aimlessly. Like, here I am in grade 10, mm-hmm. living in Thickwood, and, yeah, we're going to go check out the fireworks. Wandering through the woods... 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, watching these fireworks pitch black, and I've never had a problem with that. You know, you're like this close from being that kid on the milk carton. <laughs> Todd's gone missing. His his body was found without underwear in the woods. <laughs> Just what, anally raped? Uh, um, yeah, but I think, no, I think it's valid. I mean, there's a ton, like, if you look at, actually, speaking of which, where are you going to host this, this podcast? Eh, we'll start off with, you know, like, just SoundCloud. And- what, SoundCloud? You never heard of SoundCloud? No, the cloud. Speaking of way again, go right to the cloud. <laughs> no, it's just the site where you can upload stuff, and like it's literally like the YouTube of MP3s. Oh, okay, start there. Wait till we become massively popular. Well, I mean, I mean, why, why don't you? Why don't you create a? Yeah, I was gonna say, why don't you create a website? Web hosting. I think it's possible. The yeah. logo you designed was just peachy, so it's corny. <laughs> uh, to be it fair, it like, like it took me five to ten minutes to do <laughs> it. Didn't I like text you at like? Four, four and I had it done at like four ten. <laughs> well, no, I mean it wasn't bad. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. So in terms of validity, I mean it doesn't matter. There's tons of people with their opinion on the internet that have no uh, don't have no idea what they're talking about. We're not we're not assuming that we know everything about Fort Murray. But the thing is, like, there's a lot of bad media in Fort Murray. Even people that have come from Fort Murray that have left for and we are just yes, like, like you fuck that believe. town blah 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 i'm out of this shithole and i mean to be fair I'm, i you know i'm one of those people in the sense that i was like oh work for me Marie, pay off my student loans and <laughs> leave right but well, the thing is i you know what i can, you can't deny that it's done a lot for me like and it's it's done a lot for us right so see, that's why i want your opinion in on this this podcast cuz you kind of got like the double edged sword going on yeah you, well, you're you're born and raised well not so much born but you're raised in format yeah, the day walk you, out. you know you, you, you know the issues but yet, you got this place in Edmonton. I, I really so don't care about the issues. That's the whole thing. Like, I'll tell you right now, when the whole Egypt story broke, I was just like, what's going on in Egypt? <laughs> Dr. Doom's taking over Latveria? <laughs> you Somebody managed, call the Avengers! You managed to convert every current event into Actually, some when, when we start, okay, okay, well, dude, I'm, yeah, exactly. Uh, my friends would uh, would argue that DC has better arcs, but we'll see. Um, okay, cool. So I guess we've gone past validity here. So let's let's go into like some of the stuff that you wanted to talk about t- today. So I guess the first thing would be uh, the think free. Unless you want to keep talking about this. No, we can just keep going. Uh, like I said, like the biggest thing I wanted to make sense with this podcast was I wanted to give us an insider's view about what goes on in the right. Mac. It, it never really affected me until like this one time. I believe it was like 2006. Mm-hmm. Went to Orlando, did the whole Disney World, had a great ass time. On my way back, got my boarding passes. 
Orlando, Edmonton, Edmonton, Fort Mac. Mm-hmm. Going through security, you know, in the States, they got to make you take off your shoes, all that kind of crap. And I must have met the only chatty fucking security guard there because he just wanted to talk about everything. Yeah. Sitting there trying to pack my laptop, everything in my backpack. So he's looking at my boarding pass. He's like, oh, you're from Canada, eh? Oh, bitch, it's really cold up there. <laughs> from oh, Canada, oh, eh? Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, so it's intentional? It's <laughs> like, man, fuck you. <laughs> joke. Then he flips over, and then he sees Edmonton to Fort Mac. Yeah. And I didn't. Who, who the hell knows about Fort McMurray in the southern United States? Mm. Yeah, okay. All of a sudden, this guy's like, Edmonton to Fort McMurray. Bet you there's a lot of money up there, isn't there? I was just like, what? He's like, yeah, everyone around here calls it Fort McMoney. Yeah. I'm shocked. I was like, how do you know this? He's like, oh, people talk about it when they fly here. Here's yeah. the kicker. He's like, I heard that place is a hellhole. Mm. And it was right then and there. I was like, how in the hell does this security guard all the way down in the southern United States think that Fort McMurray is a hellhole? Like, where is he getting his information from? Like, is people talking about it that much? Well, you know, you know what? Like but here's the thing. It's the same, it's the same whole uh, premise of the media in general. I mean, bad news sells. People like to hear bad news. I mean, they don't like to hear it, but it fucking grabs headlines. It's not like, you know, uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, it's like, plus... Plus 18 in uh, Edmonton for the weekend. Woo! Front page, right? <laughs> like, nobody for nobody cares. Minus 20. Yeah, but nobody cares about that shit. I mean, like, look at this right now. Boudelier shows the state for provincial budgets omissions. Okay, hold on. Say that. I don't even know what that means. Say that again. Boudelier. Boudelier. Boudelier, okay. <laughs> Boudelier shows the state. You know, you know what's funny omissions. about that? Uh, he was How can there. You swing when... that into an arc. Swing that into a Marvel I... arc right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 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 actually, no, no. Uh, shows the state for provincial budget omission. Okay, okay. Tony Stark shows the state for Norman Osborn's uh, uh, control over Avengers Tower. There you go. <laughs> well, it's a good thing. Dark Siege. You should read it. It's actually really, really good. Uh, or, yeah, no, Dark Rain and the Sea. Hey, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> That'll be another podcast. Um, no, interestingly enough, Boudelier. Yeah, yeah. That guy? He, he was there when I got my citizenship. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was the mayor of the town. Oh shit! What yeah, what was this? Uh, I don't know. It was back when my mom had hair like uh, <laughs> like Ivan Drago's wife from Rocky Four. <laughs> so I don't know. Whenever that hairstyle was, it, I've got a photo of it in my house. But whenever that hairstyle was, so it would have been like eighty <laughs> nine, early nineties, early nineties definitely. Because yeah, she was, was also was in the- um in uh fucking um Beverly Hills Cop two. Wait, she was like in the intro, you Your know. Mom? She, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's wife, who was Ivan Drago's wife ah, in uh, Rocky right, Four. Right, right, right. You know, perhaps we can be friends. <laughs> Guy Boudelier was the mayor of this very fair town. Yeah. In the early nineties, right before it became the regional municipality. With yes, Buffalo, that's so. true. You're looking at a citizenship of like ninety one, ninety two. He has a very weak handshake. <laughs> I was, I was maybe like nine or ten, and I even remember <laughs> that King of the Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bush. Oh, yeah. I have no respect for the president anymore. So anyway, that story, that that little incident that traumatized me in Orlando mm-hmm. was the first time I realized that this town had a negative image. Right. Call me fucking, yeah, that was. That, it was then? Yes, it was then. <laughs> what, four years out of high school already, already working time mm-hmm, before mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. And that's my first time it really hit me that people don't like this town. And I didn't, oh. and it took me a while to figure out why. But think about it. 2006 was right around our first big boom. Right before it started, yep. So did this town have negative image before? I don't think it did. Oh, it did. Really? 
Oh, it totally did. Because a lot of people would be like, oh, it's a small town. It's a shithole. A lot of contractors, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's... Like, we're, it, we're, but you know what? We're part of hearing it, this information, part, though. From, we're sitting in high school. Dude, from the workers themselves. Like, you got to realize that when these people are, like, middle of winter, right now, in the middle of what we're in, the people are in... A, they're doing their night shifts and whatnot. They don't see the sun. Like, that has a huge impact on your quality of life. But I'm just saying... Where, what were you doing in high school where you're hanging around with all these workforce contractors in the middle of the night? No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. I, dude, 2006, I was just getting out of university. So you were in Edmonton. Yeah. yeah I guess you'd have more image there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Well, maybe it's just outside these walls. Like that, that 2006 was the first time that I r- really hit me hard. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started realizing shit. Like, I, this town that I love. Mm-hmm. Like, I, well, at that point, I shouldn't say I, I love it. Like, I just thought it was a normal town. Me being a military brat, constantly moving around. This is the place I've longest I've stayed in, in well, forever, right? I've been here since like '93. Right. Maybe it just realized that this was home to me, and then when I finally felt people started talking bad about my home, that's when I felt the need to defend it. Yeah, but and I've always defended it very fucking blindly. Too. Yeah, well, no, not not blindly. It's just like you're kind of like, you like you're like an idealist in the sense that you always like to stick up for the little guy, which is ironic because the the oil sands isn't the little guy, right? They're no. actually the Goliath in the argument, right? Like, but you're looking at it from the internal looking out, and other people are looking at it from the external looking in. We're like, in. we got to take down Goliath, right? So, <laughs> well, we got to take down Fort Mac, the one that's going to provide Canada with. Yeah, we're, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> um, okay, so justifi- justification on the on the table. So, uh, okay, so think free. What's think free? I guess it's around along the same lines. Well, you, you said you went to the website, right? Yeah, you never did. Uh, no. The, okay. uh, like, literally coming home from work the other day, like, 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm coming down by the King Street uh, overpass, mm-hmm. and there's this banner that says thinkfree.ca. Talk about stereotypes, but right off the bat, I was just like, fucking Greenpeace. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they doing now? No one around, this is random banner hanging down. Give them credit. First thing I did when I got home? Yeah, for, for the, wait, wait, hang on. People not, people not familiar with this. Um, oh, Kitty. There's, there's a cat. Oh, the there's kitty. a cat in uh, in uh, Todd's place right now. It's very cute. Um, okay, so for people not unfamiliar with the area, uh, there's uh, two overhead pass bridges. Yeah, it's in, one uh, on Hospital Street. Yeah, one on Hospital Street, which mm. is like the old school one, mm. and one that was built, uh, I guess, oh seven. Oh, was no, it? It was no, before, before that, like yes. 05, 04. Yeah. Um, and what it was is because that ter- intersection used to be like a death trap. Fucking horrible death yeah, trap. Yeah, because it would man. be like two double lanes because uh, people not familiar with Fort McMurray, it's like um, uh, we literally have one highway that just like cuts through the, the city. Yeah. yeah, and the city is built around it. It's almost as if a bunch of like Morlocks came up, <laughs> came, came from under the ground Hold on, after, let's go the, for the after, after the, the Armageddon. <laughs> And uh, the the mole man, <laughs> the mole man, and and started digging for oil sand. So, <laughs> and that Todd is how far from where he was born. <laughs> um, but uh, essentially, th- so this this uh, overhead pass with the worst roundabout is it a roundabout or it's what a is roundabout? It? But if you notice, like you got the roundabout right here, and then you got that nice like it's brick that goes into this nice display of which is a waste of like money well it is because everyone drives on the goddamn brick yeah well why wouldn't they it's so narrow <laughs> like if you're a semi plus the semis have to go up right because they can't go under because of the low low overhead well not semi semis go under the bridge but you get wide loads they got they got to go, right, right. navigate around right but anyway back to think free like well, under this overpass, there's a banner. It's just kind of right in the middle. I don't know how the hell they got there. It's about a car's length. Thinkfree.ca, just thick black Sharpie. 
must have took him at least five or six sharpies to get it done. <laughs> but it worked. Yeah. I got home. I thought for sure it was. You know what made those like, sharpies? Great. What oil? <laughs> <laughs> Never diss oil, guys. Because it makes. Uh, okay, everything. so so what's what's on the website? Basically, I'm reading this website, and it took me a good solid ten minutes to figure out what it is. So already off to a bad start. Right. Not a very clear message. It's kind of jumping all over the place. There's a bunch of kids running around with someone like throwing one in the air. Couldn't quite follow. Wait, what we're it throwing is. kids in the air? Yeah. What? So I think it's a bunch of kid haters. Is what I'm thinking. It was at first. <laughs> think free, think- free of children. <laughs> a world without children. Think free. Okay, so 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 what is is it a protest website or? It's a. From what I gather, it's this left wing government uh, or this left wing movement mm-hmm. centered around labor equality. Right. Which I right. find very interesting in the oil sands. Well, for McMurray in the oil sands yeah. region, because we don't got enough jobs as it is. We take fucking anybody. Yeah. Like, we don't, like, I've seen people, like, if you want to define multiculturalism, go to one of these oil sand sites, because it has to be. Actually, sorry, pause for a second. Um, I'm just going to do a little, little plug. Uh, my next short movie that's going to be in Edmonton Metro Digital Shorts is actually about multiculturalism in Fort McMurray and racism. So anyway, go on top. <laughs> Okay, so for anyone that doesn't know Tito, the first thing when I told him about this podcast, he's like, I'm not talking about where we work, and I'm not talking about my own movies. So we already crossed one off the well, list. <laughs> we've we've tiptoed. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So Think Free, they're, they're for the labor mo- movement, right? Labor equality is what I got out of it. Now, right. I gave this website a good solid 25 minutes, maybe a half yeah. hour, and then I completely lost my interest. Yeah. So whatever this protest group is trying to do, they need to. They need. They need to work up. They need. They need to get some more action. Well, well are they about like uh, pro non-union or what? Just lay, what I gathered out of it was just straight labor equality. Labor equality. Basically, yeah. Christians, uh, any kind of ethnic background, right, right. all should have a fair shot at a job. Which is weird for this town because I honestly think they do. Well, yeah, no, I mean, there's so much there's, of a labor shortage. Well, the th- the whole thing is like uh, unions are being created in order for people to get jobs up here, right? So. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I know there's a lot of uh, conflict between the unions because of it, though, right? Because I know a, there's, there's like, pe- people that are pro, pro-union and non-union and whatnot. And, man, it's almost as if it's like the Crips and the Bloods. <laughs> no, they're really, like, <laughs> the hardcore. Calculates and the money That's use. a really, really shitty website. It is, man. <laughs> it is, fuck. It is really horrible. Like, I must admit that out of a scale of 1 to 10 for activist groups, these guys get maybe a 2. I gotta, I gotta be fair though. My website kind of sucks too. I'm building one right now, but are yeah. you really? Yeah, well, for the photography stuff, right? Uh, so, yeah. Um, cool. Oh well, I mean, basically, the sign got taken down. Didn't see no protesters. Didn't see any comment on it. I, I was, I, I mentioned it on Twitter. I put it on my Facebook, trying to build up. I was actually trying to help these guys. I was trying to protest for them, and it just <laughs> never worked. So obviously, think free if you guys are listening. Big fat zero from Totsky. Oh, you've made an enemy today. <laughs> if your website's any indication yeah. that they can't run the internet at all. Well, I mean, that might be fair. Uh, I guess I guess what I... Is that the cat? No, I'm just... Phantom, <laughs> phantom cat. Too close. <laughs> um, what I was, was going to say... Um, shit, I just tapped the mic. Uh, what I was going to say is just the fact that um, a website, these, these uh, I guess these protesters, I mean, yeah, okay, granted, people, people will probably say about us that, well, well, what the fuck, who are you to say all this shit, right? The thing is, like, no one's stopping anyone else from having a, a, a free voice, right? But you don't see me outside of Greenpeace headquarters 
fucking, you know, standing in front of the door, chained to the door. I don't believe in your ideals, Greenpeace. I mean, I'm not saying... I believe in oil. I don't... I, listen, I'm not... I, like, you know, I, I'm not political, right? So I've got an apathetic an apathetic sense to a lot of things, right? But the thing is, I, I honestly think that the methods of what some of these groups, what they're using, is dangerous. It's very dangerous, dangerous to them and to the everyone term. around them. I was going to save Greenpeace for a different edition of our podcast, but fuck it. We're going to go straight into it just balls deep. Dangerous is not the term. Like, chaining yourself to a ship, I don't care. It's one thing. That's dangerous in itself. But that's dangerous too, though. But you want to start going around into a mine where you're driving around 400-ton haul trucks, not have a clue what the safety features are of these things, and then try to stop one? Imagine if one of them got ran over. Yeah. What would the headlines say then? Yeah. Oil Oil sands, dangerous, where it kills two protesters. Yep. Meanwhile, they ran themselves into the goddamn tire. Yeah. That's what, but you know that's what, what they, me off they'll, the you know, but I can guarantee you, like this will get posted, and someone, someone that's pro Greenpeace is going to be like, "Well, you don't even know. Some of us know about the oil sands, and we know about the safety procedures, Inside and job. we can even tell." Oh yeah, well, I mean, yeah, exactly. But you know, it, here's the whole thing: like it's an it's an unwinnable argument because we're not right, they're not right. Oh, the whole reason there's conflict going on is because. Both parties are in the wrong to an extent, right? Yeah. So the if, never if shit out. were if shit were fine on if someone was right on either side, then shit would have been resolved. Yeah. And that, folks, is my answer to the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> exactly. Great segue. <laughs> um, okay, so that's thinkfree.com. They got a zero from Todd. Um, an apathetic <laughs> line from Tito. Uh, you want to talk about that CTV segment? I do. CTV just ran a special report where they did a couple segments. You want to watch? It's nearing 6 p.m. in Fort McMurray, and traffic is at a near standstill. In a city of just 80,000, rush hour looks more like a metropolis of a million. Very true. It seems to me it's getting worse every day. There's more and more people coming uh, in for jobs working on here. What you saw today is very typical. It's just one sign the boom is on its way back to this oil town, and the evidence is all over. Lineups snake onto the street Fucking at coffee shops. <laughs> Fitness centers <laughs> are packed and seeing memberships surge. We've gone from 4,600 men- members to just under 10,000 members in less than a year. On the streets, passing vehicles don license plates spanning all parts of North America. Workers again flooding this town. When we come again, in here, we're lined about the door yeah. from the time we open to the time we close. It's just so many people and so many newcomers. Well, this is the uh, walk down to our basement apartment. Among the newcomers are Vic and Krista Penner, who moved here from southern Ontario just four months ago. Their painting business and their finances dried up by a hard recession. Yeah, I cried a lot of tears. Okay, I just want to go home. But then realizing this is a decision we made, let's stick to it. They picked up everything, leaving their home for this tiny basement apartment thousands of kilometers away in a community they knew little about. Hoping for better times ahead. Knowing that there's a lot of opportunity here, we thought, well, look, you know, we're Worf, halfway through life. I'm something sketchy, rally, and uh, if I'm going to make any kind of drastic change, I'm going to do it now while I've got the strength, the energy, and the, the ambition. The and nice, so though. far, it's working. Both have found good jobs in a region black. flush with openings, and much of it's being spurred by what's always uh, driven this economy: energy. Oil is now approaching $100 a barrel, and with it, many companies are expanding both mining operations well, no, and upgrading. 
facilities, late, right? but it makes it providing like thousands <laughs> of new jobs on site and spin-off in this community. Analysts say this boom could be far different from the last one. This one expected to be more tempered, but possibly more long-term. And it has the it city is. bracing for the cold realities of a hot economy. At the food bank, volunteers are sorting stock after moving to a larger facility last month. Hmm. In the last year alone, use has shot up by 73%. It's hard because I have personally seen people I know use the food bank, and it's, it's a difficult thing to see. It's due in part to the skyrocketing cost of living here. Newspaper Is classifies like illustrated pricey rental bank? picture. One Single rooms going for well over $1,000 a month, two-bedroom apartments for $2,500. The housing market is equally as daunting, large swaths of new homes being built for those who can afford them. The average MLS listing now topping $800,000 and expected to climb higher. As it did in 2006 to 2008, that that we'll see uh, an increase, an ongoing increase in prices as we did in that time, and that time prices virtually doubled. People are actually getting driven out of market spacing because of the affordability factor. Mayor Melissa Blake knows the challenge of a boom all too well. She led this community through the last surge and learned some tough lessons. A housing crunch led to a spike in homelessness. Infrastructure struggled to cope with a spike in population. This time she wants to be ahead of the game and as a message for the province to do well, the same. Get ahead of the curve. Again, it's unacceptable from my perspective as a parent that my child's school is overburdened because we don't have enough schools to put these new children going uh, into the system in. And there are many more children on the way. <laughs> this hospital forced to expand its maternity ward because of a baby boom. Erin Boyd Isn't and her daughter how, Isabella, like, just 18 hours old, hospital? are the latest to feel she the effects. She literally gave birth to another human on Thursday like, uh, for the section, but uh, <laughs> they ran out of bed, <laughs> so we got she moved to Monday. And the growth is only set to strengthen from population. here. Population projections indicate the municipality <laughs> could double in size in the next 20 years. As new families create new pressures on a community coping with success. On special assignment in Fort McMurray, Scott Roberts, CTV News. So what I'll say right now is I'll give credit to CTV because pretty much on that video right there they gave just nothing but facts. That's that's not bad actually. No, it's not uh, you know what? Some of the a lot of the time is... I see a lot of one, like when they did the whole G20 coverage. Yeah. That felt really one-sided, but this actually felt pretty fair. I mean, it's uh, to be fair, it seemed like they were kind of walking on eggshells. So. Well, like they were just like we don't want to. We're in the city, so we don't <laughs> someone could fuck our we shit. We don't want two guys and fucking the, with mics to start tearing us apart here. So we better just be careful, right? Yeah. But to um, me, like, like they had bang, bang on a few of the issues. Traffic is an enormous problem in this town, and he's right on it, dead on six o'clock. You can't get from downtown to anywhere because it's fucking backlogged. Here's the problem, though: it's infrastructure, right? Yes. Like, why isn't it okay? Here's the thing. A lot of the infrastructure is what? I, I mean, I, like again, I'm not 100% sure, but is the city funding it? The infrastructure expansions? Uh, from what I read, infrastructure is supposed to be like a big chunk of it. I want to say 75% of it is supposed to be provincial. I want to say that. That's the problem. Mm. Like the thing is, the thing is, these companies, these monsters, <laughs> these companies, they're, um, they, they're the ones supplying all this work, right? But they should have that infrastructure in place too. I mean, Granted, you know, they're like, why the fuck should we pay for that, right? Yeah. But the thing is, 
They have such, I mean, like, the thing is, like, the, the town might as well, instead of Gregoire, it should be called District of Syncrude, or, like, because, no, I'm serious. Like, I live in the, I live in the Suncor District town. Yeah, and, I mean, eventually, it's going to be the United States of McDonald's, Todd. That's what's going to happen. Corporation's going to eat us whole. That's just, but what I'm getting at is, 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 like, there should be more funding coming from these other companies, right? But hold on now. I own Oil Sands Plant A. I invested in it. I developed it. I'm now producing. Mm-hmm. Why the hell should I give you this more money than I already gave you? I already donated to your sports yes, program. Yeah. So why should I give you a whole bunch of money he, that the province is supposed to take? But care your of? workers are going to get to work uh, faster because of it. And yeah, <laughs> but and, see where I'm coming from, right? As yeah. much as I agree that the oil sands can help us, it is not their responsibility. I just don't this like is- waking up at four in the morning to go to work, Todd. <laughs> It's going to be earlier, too. But you know what? It, it, allots, uh, it allots for a lot of nap time. And when I nap, I dream. <laughs> and then I write scripts. <laughs> I have good dreams. And hopefully they'll give me money. Yeah. Um, so this special, this special assignment's not done. Oh, so it's... There is a second part to this. And that, like I said, the first part, it hit all the issues, I think. Mm. Like, housing prices are absolutely unreal. That is We're that comparable is a to problem. Toronto and Vancouver. Canadian metropolises that are designed to attract people. Mm-hmm. Little town in northern Alberta is right on par with them. Not no, no, you're, you're scale, completely right. right. And and what? But like, what's? Have you heard of anything about the justification of these prices, though? Is it just because of it's the su- labor costs? No, supply and demand. Yeah. Like they can't get houses fast enough. Labor costs is one thing, but yeah. the problem is they just can't build them quick enough. Why not? Right? Why, why not put a cap on that though? Cap on who's going to put a cap on it? Why would? You, why yeah, would? That's you? true. You know what I mean? Because that's socialism. <laughs> <laughs> what are we all going to start going? To th- you got pussy on your table. <laughs> that cat is adorable, though. <laughs> That's fucking annoying. Okay, um, so let's go to this part B because you'll see. As oh, we're, we're going to watch part B As now? much as I credit part A to being very truthful, very factual. Yep. Just oh, part B then. Just like, watch this. this. Well, well, no, no. Before you start, before you start, can I, can I just say something though? In terms of the homeless problem, that's very real though. But like, but oddly enough, I mean, um, I used to work the summers at, if I wasn't going to talk about work. I'm not going to talk about work after this. This is the only oh, work I'm going to talk oh, about. Oh, we're going to scratch it I, off just for one um, time only. Yeah, yeah I, fuck you. <laughs> um, I used to, uh, I used to have a summer job working at a convenience store, a very prominent one in Forming Murray. And, um, I mean, essentially the fact that we have s- such a huge population is actually, I, 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 for lack of a better word, it's, it's actually, allowing people to be homeless in the sense that like it is better to be homeless in Fort Mac for some people than it is for other cities. Why? Because just, Oh, I'm not even kidding. The, this convenience store was a sort, it was like literally like a shelter for these people. They would come and get food from there. They would, uh, I mean, do business. And when I say business, I mean of the after hours persuasion there. I mean, it was the hourly business, the hourly they business the by hourly the minute. Business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in a minute. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Like, but the thing is, like, it, and why? Because there's just so much people, right? Because if one go, one person says no, another person will say yes, right? You think that's how it works, though? Like- huh? I can only assume the plea, the plate of the homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't actually lived it. I'm not Bruce Wayne, you know, okay? Maybe I I didn't throw away my yeah. massive for- fortune to some guy. <laughs> Maybe that's something we're starting here. Like this podcast is just going to take off. Like why YMM podcast? Which I got a funny story about the name again, by the way. Yeah. That we might have to go undercover, and we can do like a special assignment, like CTV. We'll oh, have for to fuck go six. I don't want to get stabbed. To okay. <laughs> but let's watch this part B here, and, and you'll be very, you'll be very interested to All see right. this. 
For Nathan Suka, business is good. He's a framer in Fort McMurray, one of the hottest housing markets in the country, and there's no shortage of work. When I came here three years ago, half the houses around weren't even here. You know, and just within three years, just (laughs) big areas have been built up. Probably the most willing to talk to them, though. And the same could someday happen north of this city, as the province and local government muse about the possibility of constructing a second city in the north. Horrible option, but uh, a second city couldn't tell you. It all depends on who's going to build it. For now, it's merely conceptual. The suggestion a community could be built closer to the major oil sands facilities, somewhere near Fort Mackay. It would help take pressure off a fast-growing Fort McMurray and thousands of oil sands workers, some who face hours-long commutes each day. The ultimate objective is to decrease the amount of time that people have to spend on the roads getting to and from their work sites. So if there's alternate solutions, I'd almost be interested in finding out how that does in a cost comparison. But there's another issue at play. Fort McMurray could actually be losing the ability to grow. Put it frankly, the city is running out of land to clear and make way for new developments. That's partly because it's surrounded by crown property owned by the province and historically difficult to access. We have to continue to encourage the province to put more land out on the market and uh, to understand the urgency. The province insists it does understand the need, careful to try and balance supply and demand. The Premier says more than 1,500 acres of land should be nodding on the guy with the salt head. We've had uh, a concentration of effort by the uh, province. I made uh, commitments immediately as being elected uh, to the Radke report, uh, freeing up as much land as we could within uh, a reasonable period of time. And then there's the question of the demand for that second city. I'd leave at 4.30 in the morning to be there for 7. Which is a total exaggeration. What time did he say that? Four in morning. Well. Still, he's not, not interested bad. in living there. Fort McMurray is pretty remote as it is. To move up there and start all over. No. Meantime, others insist the proposal could make sense for some. It'd be a lot safer than driving the highway every day. But by all means, it would probably work yeah. someday. I think it would also depend on how much it would cost to live there, too. Because the prices here are so high, right? And that's one of the many questions still surrounding this proposal. Who could build it, where, and when? On special assignment in Fort McMurray, Scott Roberts, CTV News. Explain to me this. Okay, guys, we have a wicked music to send us off. We have this town that we have a hard time catching up to the boom. So let's just build another town. Thinking it's going to go a lot fucking smoother. You know what it reminds me of? In The Simpsons, when they polluted one town, they just fucking moved the town ten miles up the road. Because <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what they're talking about. Uh, it makes zero sense. Now, I'll give them credit for trying to think outside the box to help so our cre- issues that we got. But the thing is, it, it's not about creating, uh, rising, uh, it's not about raising the population. It's about creating more of an expansion area. Well, my real concern is, there were a lot of people that invested in Sapray Creek. Remember Sapray yeah, Creek? Yeah. And, it's still and there. I the don't whole idea, it. It yeah, the whole exists. idea was that the town was going to expand <laughs> south. Way. Yeah. What happens to them, right? See the properties out there. I think they're fucking laughing it up. To be honest with you, they're, are they still making money up there? Absolutely, man. Like those are some of the gorgeous properties. No, they're, I, I have no doubt they have gorgeous properties. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not an ideal place to live. I mean, on top of your commute, you're driving. What is it? Half an hour to Sapri Creek? No, not even fifteen minutes. No, it's... I remember it differently. <laughs> I recall differently. Yeah. The uh, 
It's not that bad. I know what you're saying, though. Sapper Creek was designed. That's where the airport was. That was designed to flow the city that way, much like Edmonton, like right. where the international airport is. Right. Fucking halfway to Calgary. Right. Right? Because that's what they thought the plan was, Banana City South. But their idea of, okay, Fort McMurray, we can't handle this boom. We can't keep up with the infrastructure. We can't keep up with the population explosion. Fuck it. Let's just build another town. Makes no sense because they can't handle the one it's got already. Well, the no, uh, but I think the logic is sound in the sense that what they're thinking is, if we have, say, for example, people working in the northern sites are living near this new community, they're not traveling into the city because they've got everything you need in that, but in in fly that town, in, right? Fly out, sir. Yes, yes, but then they, I mean, right now they're considered fly and fly out. They're not really locals, mm. but the idea is to create a town for those locals and eventually have them move there, right? But yeah. <laughs> Just create, just create another city. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole idea. I mean, uh, eh, whatever. <laughs> to me, like I said, I'll give them credit for thinking outside the box. But, but they're me, right, though. Right. But they're right. Like, we're, the city's literally running out of room. Well, and once again, my issues with the infrastructure goals of the province, my issues with the land claims goes out of the province as well. They need to fucking release this shit a lot faster. They need to help this shit a lot faster and start... It, the way I picture it is there's this big battle between the province... The city and the oil sands companies. Province knows exactly what we need, but they're just like, nah, if we hold a little bit longer, Suncor will just build it, like the Suncor overpass. Right. Suncor built that. It was up within, what, six months, maybe a year? Because they, the, they, they were paying for it. Yes, and they turned it over to the city. So, yeah. boom, hey, we just got ourselves an overpass that we didn't pay for. And that's what the province is, in my opinion, which is valid, <laughs> that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to, if we hold out long enough, oil sands just pay for this and then we're off scot free. No, maybe that's the case. Well, Needs to be more cooperation. Yeah, well, in order to get what we want, <laughs> what we want, what two guys in front of a computer <laughs> want. All right, uh, was that it? Was that the two segments? That was the two segments. I thought, like I said, they're honest. They really didn't give no opinion. I think it's just kind of given facts. Question for you: Do you think for McMurray's ready for the next boom? Oh fuck! Well, we had the last one right, and that was a gong show. It was, but. But a lot of a lot of people made out like bandits because of it, right? Brandon. Because essentially, you were able to ask what you wanted during that boom for that. For you talking about housing prices for anything, like oh, yeah. essentially, if you were if you had a special skill or pro- were providing something that no one else was providing, contractor, yeah, fly and fly. You got whatever you wanted, That's right? True, yeah. And the thing is, it, like, and here's the problem: like, there's there's that big tur- there's a big issue with uh, turnaround too, right? Because what ends up happening is suddenly the value of someone's job drops unless you have a specialized skill. Specialized skill that'll keep you viable. You're 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 basically up for the highest bidder, or yeah. you're getting you're getting dropped, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah. So, um, is it ready for a boom bigger than the last one? I mean, do we have a choice? No, we don't. So it's going to happen whether we like. Yeah. It or not. I mean, what's going to end up happening? It's like having sex with Liam Nielsen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Whether you want yeah. it or not. Really, we're going to do that. We're going to co- we're going to quote Kevin Smith podcast. Is that is that what this has come to already? How many minutes are we in? We are forty minutes in, and we. I was expecting you to hey, open I'm it. I'm surprised with, it went this long. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, no, uh, it, it is a problem, but I mean, we don't we don't have much much of a choice in it. It's coming, right? Like, and we don't have the say in it. Now, there was interesting because um, I saw a doc a couple of years back made by uh, a Greenpeace group, which wasn't a very good doc because it was like one of those like you know the crying Aboriginal guy. You know, it's like the pollution, and he's like, <laughs> no, it was very much like that. At the end of the doc, they're like flying out of Fort Mac, and the chicks like weeping in the plane. I'm like, uh, what the whatever. Was this? Uh, it was. Um, I think at the time the working title was called "To the Oil Sands." Okay. The, here, here was the thing: they were pr- they were presenting it as an unbiased opinion of the oil sands, and like, but the thing is, it was very biased. It was very much like uh, Michael uh, Michael Moore filmmaking. Nice. Where 
They're like, well, let's get an opinion of uh, people from Alberta. They go to a small town bar. <laughs> Diggers. Yeah, yes. and, and all of the all of the. And this is like people that are for the oil sands, right? And then the people that were anti the oil sands, there were obviously people that had an, an extremely, extremely anti opinion. There were like farmers that were losing farmland because of what would, well, not farmland, but they were losing, um, they were losing, what are you doing? I was trying to find my camera. I want to get like a candid child. Oh. Anyway, keep going. The, um, there was. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening. I really yeah, am. There were farmers and people that were basically be, being being affected with, by it. Um, and uh, essentially, I mean, they, they they tried to present themselves as like the 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 good guys in the story. And I mean, it was interesting. The victim. Everyone likes to. Play yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Like you don't. Yeah. Pretend, it's like I'm an asshole, and you're gonna watch my movie, right? <laughs> this is how it is, bitches. <laughs> um, but um. Choice. But uh, the, the problem was uh, – the thing is the, it was really, really skewed opinion because the thing is they were presenting it to an audience because, like I said, it was an enemies and this was screening. Mm. They were presenting an audience that knew a lot more than they did about Alberta and about the oil sands. So they were trying to – they were trying to – Oh, yeah, and, they, were, and, and they, they basically presented it. It was there at the – it was there at the screening and it was like dead quiet at the end of the screening because everyone was just like, <laughs> who are these guys, right? But – uh but yeah, just uh, what? Where was I on that? I forget. I just went on a tangent. Weeping, move, weeping girl. Yeah, yeah, horrible. yeah. Horrible. It didn't buy. The Edmonton didn't screen. Didn't buy into it. Yeah, but I don't know how I went into that from what we were talking about. now. are we ready for this boom? Right, right, and the, that's the whole thing about the boom. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, we're next. Not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, the next thing I well, want to talk about. I don't have an opinion on that. Too. We can just keep going at all right now. <laughs> well, no, you, you were just talking about it. I was. Keep going. Okay. I just want to make sure. Do you, want, do you want another one? No, we're good. Okay, Let's okay. keep going. Okay, uh, plastic bags. You really want to jump into that? Or are we just going to go no balls I'd, deep I'd, already? What do you mean balls deep? <laughs> this is plastic bags. This isn't a big social issue. Okay, Bullshit. For the people, not, have you tried? Look at the fucking I'll, stack you're sitting next to you right now. Okay, it's I'm, a mountain of fucking <laughs> fu- uh, cloth bags. Asbestos. <laughs> um, uh, for people not familiar with this, um, uh, was it this year or last year? Uh, September 1st, 2010. Right. Um, a, a law got passed in Fort Murray where uh, plastic bags that are commonly found in Safeway as well as convenience stores and any... Any place that you would be anywhere before we were able to get them uh, became outlawed. And Someone in their place, from school is a lo- uh, in their place. We've had uh, all these Sorry. bio bio bags, I guess, right? And amongst, okay, first of all, it was an inconvenience. It, it started as an inconvenience to a lot of people. They were basically, oh well. Um, I, I, I've got to buy these bags and I forget them at home and then I got to buy more bags and it ends up with people having piles of these fucking biodegradable <laughs> bags in their house. It's a big pile, man. Oh no, I know. I, I've got, I've got one just like it. Right. And, and so this is, this is becoming even worse. because <laughs> These bags are everywhere. Uh, and, uh, and the secondly, what was finding it at what, what started to happen and it is, uh, people that are care, uh, meat products. Meat products that have to be wrapped. What ends up happening is now that there's well, another campaign that they're releasing that basically you should wash, wash these, these bags because otherwise you're going to get salmonella or something else from like meat. <laughs> these bags will kill you yeah. and your family. <laughs> Do not let your child go near the bag. <laughs> I can or barely pets. wash my clothes, man. If you take a look in that bedroom right now, it's just like the mountain of fucking yeah, now, now, I guess the question is, is this a better solution to the plastic bags? Yes. I will say yes, it is. As much as I bitch, I complain, 90% of the time it's for the humor aspect. It is, it is a pain in the ass, mm-hmm. especially when I go to the source and I got it and they're like, oh, do you want a bag, sir? I'm like, yes, because I didn't mm-hmm. think it's retail, right? Mm-hmm. You're allowed to get plastic bags. Mm-hmm. Extra dollar to get a fucking yes. reusable bag. 
it is good. As much of an inconvenience as it is, it is good for the environment. Now, what it, what is what are these bags made out of? Plastic. I know one that has this big logo on that says, "I used to be a plastic bottle." Right. Okay. Recycling plastic bottles. Yeah. Okay. I, I can get that. It, it sold me. As much of an inconvenience as it is, it sold me that it is better for the environment, and I do it, think that looks but, good for the city. But here we go. Yeah, and you're right. It, it, it's. It, I think first and foremost, the main basis of this, it's a, a big PR stunt for the city, yeah. basically saying. We're well, we're not as yeah. as evil as you guys think. Yeah. We got, Forty kilometers we north is kind of rough, but you know we're we're doing pretty good down here. Yeah. Um. But what I was gonna say is the 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 whole reason that plastic bags were even introduced was because paper the 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 plight of the paper bag. Right. Too many trees. Uh, we were wasting trees. Hmm. They, uh, it was essentially bad for the environment that we were we were using pl- paper bags, right? And so we, the plastic bag was introduced because it was cheaper and more cost effective and didn't kill trees. Mm. Right, this is big in the big plastic boom, I guess. And again, I'm not a historian; I don't know when this happened. <laughs> Sounds but, like a '70s movement, exactly. But essentially, uh, here here's the issue that I'm seeing in this. Not, I'm I'm pretty sure that okay, it's not the issue. Wasn't these plastic bags are bad for bad for the environment? That wasn't the issue. The issue was um, the consumption of these bags. Every time we get them. We, we just throw them in the garbage. We get more. We throw them in the garbage. garbage. We get more. Yep. The same mentality applies to this new product. We're doing the same shit. Except except because they cost a bit more, yeah. we're keeping them around longer. Yeah. And this they is still, still end up in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. And, and so – but the whole – the argument is, oh, this is a, a plastic bottle that's been recycled. So it's already getting – it's already justified as its existence, right? Mm. But why not make the plastic bags out of uh, out of those plastic bottles? Is it like a different grade of plastic? I'm not a plastic plastic <laughs> plastician. <laughs> What's the term of that? Plastic engineer. <laughs> plastician. But but, but here, but it, like you see it every day at the grocery stores. People like okay, today I went to go buy some fruit at the <laughs> at the grocery store, and like I, I, I forgot the bag, and I was like, fuck, fuck, yeah, I'm not buying a new bag. So like I'm going with my big pile of food out, outside with it. But like the thing is, um. This cat, man, <laughs> loves me. What's its name? Uh, Zoe. Zoe! Hi. <laughs> um, okay, so... Cat. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, essentially... What? <laughs> what do you want? She just, like, slammed her she paws wants, against me. Yeah, she wants to get in on the podcast. Yeah. Cat. 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 cat, cat. cat. <laughs> exactly. Uh, pussy cast. <laughs> I bet you get a lot of downloads over that. <laughs> but, but, okay, so... I am pussy cat. Yeah, but I mean, okay... Already, these plastic bags—the original ones that we've been using—they're already getting recycled in my household. Which, what I would do is, when is like I got them, gold. what I what I would do with them is instead of buying those garbage bags, I would the ones from that I got from the store, I would I would store them and then use them as garbage bags for like the bathroom or yeah. whatever the smaller ones. Yes, which is what a lot of people did. Yeah, but right now, like I go to the liquor store right now because they still give away the liquor store. Yeah, and it feels like I'm robbing a fucking bank. Don't they I'm have like, to though at the liquor store because of the fact that you can't have the alcohol label outside or some shit? Really? I, I don't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> Walk out with a case of beer, just be like, "Hey, I'm going to town with Alexander Keith." Well, the case case isn't isn't bad, but a bottle. It's true. I think it's a thing. Yeah. But yeah. I literally feel like I'm peddling fucking drugs when I'm into buying like. A, a, <laughs> Man, what you gonna do? I'm with just that like, bag? throwing some extra, throwing some extra, and buddy's like, "Yeah, I got your hookup right here." Start throwing in extra <laughs> bags. I will run out of the store like I just fucking robbed it. Yeah. So what I'm saying is. Okay, I, the heart, their heart, the people that pushed this through, their heart was in the right place. It was. The whole idea was. And it was a ch- fucking kid, like a literally a grade twelve fucking. No, oh, wouldn't it be crazy if we found out that the kid's dad actually worked for the company that made the bags? <laughs> Damn you, Osborne! <laughs> Back to the ark. It's fucking true, though, man. 
Oh, what are you doing? Stop breaking shit. Did I cut her? No, we're good. Okay. So, bag man, bad. Okay, what's next? No, well, no, no. I'm not done with this. I'm literally not done with this. It, it really annoyed me today. But like, uh, what I was, what I was getting at it. Okay, what we were talking about. Um, yeah, the, the kid. It was started out by a kid. Their their heart was in the right place. But Agreed. here's the thing: the, the what needed to change wasn't what we were using for plastic bags. What needed to change is the. The, our mentality of how we use them. What we did with them. Like, what, like, basically, what would, essentially, why not just charge more for the existing plastic bags so that way we recycle what we already have? What do you mean charge more? Like, actually charge Like, those, for those thin, those thin bags? Why not just charge more for those? But what would that do? They'd still have the same it, problem. It, well, no, because then we'd be, we'd be using the bags that we have at home, or at least the ones that we use this time around, we'd be but think recycling about it. them. Like, like what, and what? they're easier to carry, man. There's like, you could, shit, you could literally fit like 20 of them in your front pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what they're worried about, like, as much as everyone says, oh, I recycled the plastic bag. Okay, we buy groceries, we put it in our pile of fucking bathroom garbage, and what, is that, what do you do with that bathroom garbage? When it's full? You dump everything into the garbage, it still ends up in the landfill. That was what they were worried about. Regardless of how many times we recycled it, in air quotes, it still ended up in the landfill. And that's what they wanted to avoid. These plastic bags, as much as they're mounding in people's homes, and it's probably going to take over the fucking town eventually, is because people aren't going to throw them out. You're right. The plastic bag. <laughs> Don't worry about Skynet. Worry about the reusable bags. Well, here's the th- another thing. I remember they passed another thing around the same time where now there's only a certain amount of garbage that the garbage man will take from you. I test them. Like, you do not, like, uh, I <laughs> take out the window. <laughs> I load it in the morning. I pick it up, fucker. Pick lo- it up. I load that curb up, man. I must have had at least 10 bags yeah. out there one day, and they haven't said shit to me yet. What they should do is do uh, random audits where, like, you're forced to recycle. You have to recycle by law, and then they'll audit people from time to time, well, have you and heard, then you get fined. Have you heard the latest news? What? Curbside recycling pilot program, Abbasan and Sapri Creek. Oh, right on. It has started already, which I think is a fucking immaculate. Yeah. But it goes down to now they got to hire a whole bunch of extra workers. I'm actually very curious to see how this pilot program works off because I think it's fucking absolutely excellent. Pussies are playing. <laughs> I think it's an absolutely excellent idea because mm. this is exactly what they need. Now, the only problem is, does Fort McMurray have a recycling plan? I know they didn't, but I'm not too sure. What the- oh, we've well, got the bottle recycling area. Well, yeah. But and what I about- know that at the dump, there's like the certain areas where it's like TVs go here, porn right here, condoms here. <laughs> Eventually, it all just gets covered with dirt in the same yeah. pile. I know there is expansion, and I'm sure hopefully someone will send us an email, which I'll give the email someone. address after. <laughs> Correct me on this. I know there's a big expansion at the dump. I do believe they put a recycling facility there, which is why this uh, curbside recycling program got yeah. lifted. And here's the, the thing: I've had to go to the dump because our our I'm, like we must waste so much so much fucking garbage at my place because like me and my brother because <laughs> the thing is like literally we've they haven't picked up our garbage sometimes and then we'll have to go to the dump and I know the dump right because it's so weird the dump is like. It's like Willy Wonka's garbage. <laughs> it was like the, the chocolate lake. The, the, cho- the chocolate lake, but it's not chocolate. <laughs> Do not go into the brown yeah, lake. Augustus Gloop drinks the water, just dies. Returns fun. <laughs> Turns a big blue bird. Violet, she's Boom. turned violet. No, she's dead. <laughs> He's not breathing. Okay, so that's what I had to say about plastic. So Egypt and Libya. Okay, no, no, I want to go. Okay, okay. So my understanding is the this might be outdated by the time you you put this podcast out. But literally, okay, two weeks. What what happened? The the president of 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 was Egypt. I'm so fucking out of touch. (laughs) It's the president of Libya, right? Egypt is what started it all. Yeah, the people in Egypt were sick of having the same president for the last. I think he was in power in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And when I, I was actually in Egypt. 
if you didn't know this. I when? Went there in 2000. Like last week? In 2000. <laughs> I just came back from there. I was the one that punched <laughs> Anderson Cooper in the face. <laughs> oh, did that actually happen? You never seen that YouTube vid? Oh, it's fucking Again, incredible. I'm out of touch. <laughs> I was there in 2000. Mm-hmm. And from what I remember of that trip, which was an excellent trip, and I recommend Egypt, maybe not so much now, but I recommend it to anyone. It was absolutely incredible. Changed my life for at least a week. But, well, like what, what happened there? School trip. It was oh. a travel club for Father Merck. Oh, I thought you were on like a religious trip or something. <laughs> Went to follow Jesus and for some reason ended up in the Valley of the Kings. Yeah. The uh, anyway, from what I understand, back in 2000, they were happy with the president. He'd mm-hmm. been in power, I think, for like four or five terms, and they generally enjoyed him. He's generally done good for the country. Something happened since 2000 that happened in January that they got very pissed off. I think what they did is the president made an announcement, and I'm just going on. I haven't wicked this. I can't yeah. remember. I'm just going by what I hear in the news. I think he. Like he's old, right? The president was old, and I think he announced that he was going to give power to his son. Ah, out an election, and the people got fucking yeah, pissed. yeah. All of a sudden, people started talking on Twitter. People started talking on Facebook. Let's rally. Mm-hmm. And we're talking—I forget what that square is called, but whatever square in, in downtown Cairo. Just fucking millions. Is that the square where people. Indiana Jones shot that guy? You know, the guy came out <laughs> the with, with a whip. epic fucking and battle. Like, he comes out with a whip. Do you know that? Uh, I, everyone knows this, but apparently the reason that was a gunshot was because he had diarrhea that day. Or he was sick. I heard he was yeah. sick. Yeah, he had diarrhea, apparently. From what I heard. I was literally going to bust don't into quote me a, on that. I was really, no! literally <laughs> going to bust into a uh, fucking And, and let, me, let me just say right now, I have a lot of, I have a lot of respect and admiration for uh, Kevin Smith and what he's done with podcasting because it's really great. And out of that respect and admiration, I don't want to piggyback and quote him and because like what? what what's the whole point of doing a podcast if you're just right. him you're 100 like, right if he if he wanted us to be part of his network that'd be fucking amazing but that's not gonna happen you never know man <laughs> that's never gonna can, happen can, <laughs> please god pick up one of my movies for podcast pictures yeah exactly please distribute it nobody likes it but me um uh, so back to you so, so anyway like literally it was the foundation like Twitter, Facebook, it was a foundation where they fucking started literally a revolution. Mm-hmm. The shit we learned about in Russia that happened with the last Tsar, I believe, yeah, literally happened in like the 1700s. Happened now, right? It happened successfully in Egypt. I think. Like, so they actually overthrew him. Yes, I thought uh, he came. I thought uh, he, he came back. Down. No, he stepped down. No, he, now you get mixed up with Libya. Okay, fucking. Uh, it took what was it? Maybe less than a month. Out of all their protests, out of all their like, it was very peaceful for the most part. From what I understand, supporters of the president and the and the protesters clashed. That caused a lot of violence. Uh, the military stood up for the country, which I thought was very impressive. They actually said, "We believe in Egypt. We don't believe in whoever the president." Holy is. shit! So the the what was heartbreaking is like. That was like in the siege when Norman Osborn was like, we're going to take over Asgard. And then the Avengers show up and they're like, oh, no, you ain't, bitches. I believe that's where they got it from, actually. Like, did you guys read this Marvel comic? That was actually on Twitter. We can do it. We can be like the Asgardians. (laughs) But what broke my heart was in the first part of this whole revolution was they actually busted into the Egypt or the Cairo Museum. Mm -hmm. That's where the King Tut stuff is. Like, you know, that actually. Let me guess. The grab. The scepter that Moses has, like let He's my like, people go, go, bitch! <laughs> but they're ripping heads off mummies and shit like that. And I'm holy a, shit, yeah, are you I'm, serious? I'm a very I love that's bad years. luck. Yeah, have you ever seen the mummy? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna come back. He needs He'll to come back. Yeah, exactly. But that's when the military stepped in, and the military like guarded all the precious stuff. They're like right because they're the in the best interest of the Egypt. police. Got wiped out because they were supposed to be in support. They were supposed to be. Protecting well, I heard the there was president. a lot of corruption between the in the police force as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like they were keeping him in power because yeah. of that corruption. But in general, from what I understand, it was a very 
peaceful for the most part. And and they won. Like that yeah. that was was unheard of. Yeah. Literally with very minimal bloodshed, I hope. Very minimal bloodshed. Yeah. Like what it was. I saw the whole thing, like I saw a video on YouTube where like people were getting run over because of cars yeah. on the street were trying like to. Like I said, the bloodshed wasn't between the government and the people. The bloodshed was people on people. Yeah. Right? From what I gather. And like dude, the revolution worked. Like yeah. this is what was unreal. But what I fear is that this started a fucking dynamite. Like a chain reaction. The, the fuse is lit. Yeah. Egypt did it. And now look at fucking Libya. Uh, literally, they're like, hey, Egypt did it. We can do it, too. So we're through our president. And literally, <laughs> yeah, fuck I, that guy. I picture it like a fucking <laughs> WWF event where you got the people fucking, we want freedom. We want you gone. <laughs> and the fucking president going on the fucking You TV think you saying, can take me on? Bring it on. And literally, the people are bringing it on. Like, he actually told Libyan president, I think, or yeah. prime minister, told the military to fire on its own people. Wow. Yes. So literally, okay, so literally. Libya's getting a this, lot no, worse What's the president's name? Do we know the president of Libya? I guess we don't, right? The, the, the president of Libya's name, we don't know the I, name, right? Uh, <sighs> let's look him up. Wait, hang on. Let's call him The Rock. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to call him The Rock. Uh, it's going to be The People versus The Rock. Because, like, literally, this guy is one fucking costume away from becoming a supervillain. <laughs> No, I'm not even joking. Like, like literally, he's... He, you got to YouTube the video when he was on the TV calling on the fucking protesters. Like, he's egging them on. Mamar al-Gaddafi? Is that who it is right now? Oh, fucking yeah. Gaddafi duck. I remember... Yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah. It's like, I'm Gaddafi, and I'm going da- <laughs> to... I'm Gaddafi. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's a bad analogy. F- While we're on this subject, this is what I want to say, and I'm going to get political here for a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, President Obama on the situation in Libya. President Obama on the situation in Egypt. Who gives a fuck what President Obama well, okay. thinks about going here's on the in thing. Egypt? Here's, to do with the no, States. no, here's the thing. It's the thing is he's, he's the voice of North America. Why? Because what? Our PM is, our PM is elected by the party, not by us, right? We elect the party. Is that the way it works? Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah so uh, and the, hence right. Guess, he doesn't represent that. he doesn't represent us. He represents no, the, party the party that we voted for. Yeah, so right. essentially Barack Obama represents he's basically the voice of North America right now because he's the only well, I mean Mexico has it to an extent too, but yeah. But why does the people of Egypt give a shit about what Obama thinks? That's what I'm getting at. Like why is Obama saying that I think that what's going on in Egypt is wrong? Who fucking cares? I'm trying to fight for my freedom over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just don't get why like our well, our prime minister seems to be more vocal on the Libya thing because that is getting a lot more violent. But it's – who cares what the U.S. thinks? Like I get fucking uh, uh, breaking news alerts on my phone because Obama disagrees with what's happening in Egypt. Who fucking cares? It's yeah. the U.S. mentality, but we'll save Libya that for another Cole podcast. Exposes he looks like a supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a fucking mask. What's going to happen is there's going to be a riot, and someone's going to take a, throw a Molotov at his face. It's going to be on fire, and he's going to have to cover it up. Story. Yeah, and he's going yeah, to go on hiding for 10 years, and all of a sudden when Libya thinks they're free. Exactly. Colonel Gaddafi. Yeah, and then we're going to try to do something about it. It'd be like, diplomatic great, immunity. The, the great Hans Gruber style. <laughs> Okay, so I, I obviously don't know enough about this issue, but I found it incredibly interesting. Um, and also, I want to make that reference to supervillainy. Um, okay, so I heard recently there's a reality show that's supposed to be coming to Fort Mac. Yes, I told you, and you made fun of me. Very steady for it. Well, yeah. It's, Would you not apply I still think it's a stupid idea. Who well, cares? first of all, I'm not going to apply for it because apparently it's about the women, women in the oil yeah, sand. Yeah, you're right. 
It is. It's about the women of the oil sands or women in the workplace. It's some bullshit. Like that pretty much is where my interest stopped in it. But would you not apply to be on a reality show based on Fort McMurray? Fuck that. Any show. What if Survivor or fucking... No, reality shows Jersey are retarded. Like, we want Tito and we want Tito right now. Fuck them. <laughs> reality shows are retarded to begin with. So why the hell would I want to be part of this? You don't like reality shows? I still think Survivor. That's... Just because I know I could dominate that It's game. so stupid, though. You, yeah, you're going to dominate Survivor. Fucking right. It's all mental, man. It's cerebral. Yeah, yeah. okay. You are, you are aware that it's not an hour that they film me for. It's like the entire day. <laughs> you're going to be all psyched at the beginning of the day. and be like, let's get a camera out of my face. <laughs> Throw me a sandwich. Now, um, I, I, okay. At first, I thought this, this whole reality show idea was going to be stupid because just from the get-go, all reality show before memory, it's going to shed a bad light. But apparently... The cause, at least the way they're presenting it, is good. They're saying women in the workplace because, I mean, that's one of the things that Fort Murray should really be proud of because of the fact that we're very equal opportunity employer here when it comes Which to women in the workplace. Which is made no sense to me. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So I guess you're stressing that point again. <laughs> but no, I mean, I going back it, but I, I, my my concern is that this uh, reality show might uh, spin, spin that uh, or uh, flip that coin over again. The cat? <laughs> fucking hope so or someone's yeah. downstairs it might flip that coin again because the, the biggest the problem like, shut the fuck up are you are you, wait hang on am i talking now you talk yeah i'm good okay we're good jeez why am i paranoid about that but um we talked for an hour if it didn't record i'm just gonna be like that's it the fucking project's over yeah. um i guess my concern is like because in terms of entertainment they have to cut that show so that it's interesting to the viewer. They can't just be like, No, you're right. Where well, I come home from work and then I make myself. <laughs> well, think about it. Like, if, say for Survivor, for example, if you're filming Survivor in HD, I might add, yeah. you're the film crew or you're the editor. Yeah. You have 24. No, wait. It's have, you, have you ever watched Jersey Shore? That in, the I entire, am very proud to say that I've never watched That show is literally cut to make it look interesting. Like, literally, in that it hour, to, that hour long happens. program, that hour long program is probably five minutes of, of, of footage. That, and I've only seen one episode, but holy shit, I felt stupid after watching it. But do you know who likes Jersey Shore? Who? Women. Why? Oh, yeah. Because it, they're... It's a soap opera. Well, no, it, it, bullshit. it involves sex, which women, I don't care anymore. Well, no, love it's not just women. It's it's everyone loves sex, and that's what's so... Well, no, but women are attracted to more sex. Where guys, like, yeah, we love our fucking sex, but like, it's, it, the show's got to have more support to it, right? And they got hot guys on the show. That's pretty much... Are they hot, though? Women. Are they hot? Ladies... <laughs> punching email. your votes. Yeah, yeah e- email. Oh, wait, he, he's gonna put the email here. Are those guys really hot? Because uh, okay, here, here's how how successful these actors are. They're literally doing shows in Edmonton. Like, I mean, they're they're big MTV celebrities, and they're coming. Well, I guess that's unfair to say, but yeah, because I know Lady Gaga's coming to Edmonton or something. Not that really? I'm a fan of Lady Gaga or something. Yes. Holy shit, man! Almost two hours. I know. Well, how do you feel? How do you feel that went? Feel that went good? It wasn't really good. Well, we're not, we're not completely done yet, but yeah. What? Were no. you have more talk about? No, 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 no. I, I probably have more material for next week, but there yeah. There you go. All right. So hopefully this is the first of many YMM podcasts. Hopefully. We uh, we do got an email address out. Hopefully people can comment. You can send your thoughts, topics you want to hear, arguments, or you can just email us to make fun of us. Either way, it's ymmpodcast at hotmail.com. Ooh, hotmail. Prestigious. That's right. We got to go back to... Grade six style, right on. Um, are you gonna make a Twitter page as well? Maybe well, in the future. Let's start here. We'll we'll, we'll see where we'll, it goes. We'll slowly build. 
Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, and if you guys have any concerns, concerns. If you guys, if I you guys am concerned opinion, about his breathing. Yeah. That's annoying the oh, shit yeah, out yeah, of me. We, we just listened to a bit of the recording, and uh, there's a bit on uh, on the breathing side there. We haven't determined who it is. He's moving. I'm gonna start holding my now. breath now. Um, okay, and uh, I guess uh, we're gonna sign off now. So ymmpodcast at hotmail.com. You will hear more from Totsky and Tito. TNT, I promise you. Uh, no, that's good. Uh, do you have a sign-off? Do you, did you think of a, of a sign-off to do? Nothing that doesn't copy Kevin Smith. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's got to be something for a Murbis, right? Fuck you, I want the money? No, 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 no. Um, oh, how about this? How about this? Uh, I'll see you next rotation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next set. I'll see you the next set, man. All I'm, right. I'm Tosky. I'm Tito. See you next set. Life saves from a seal box. You don't know how to do.